Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Katie. And we are a Harry Potter podcast where we do all the things. Moaning, groaning, crying, screaming about all things Harry Potter. <laughs> we do all the stuff. All of it. Um, and today, of course, we're coming back with the next installment of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Chapter is 11 The next installment, you sound like one of those voices that does the, like, early movie trailers. <laughs> the next installment of the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. Year four, they're back. <laughs> and things are scarier than they seem. <laughs> the next installment. <laughs> I loved that when we were watching the trailers and that like mega thing of like every trailer all back to back to back to back that made us cry. Yeah. Um, and I loved the Chamber of Secrets one because it comes back and it's like, yeah, too. It's yeah, I know. Crazy. It's so over the top. I think they even managed to do that for like the third one. But that's, then the tone was so wrong. That's literally like <laughs> what Chamber of Secrets feels like though. It's just like, oh, it's like the same movie again, except two. not. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh my god. So yeah, we're here, Goblet of Fire, kicking it again. G-O-F. So, I don't know how many times. We're in the, the third the third section of this now. I feel like I don't need to say our whole spiel about the floods, so I'll just get into it. Katie, favorite what's your favorite part? part? of the section. I um kind of got really into the sorting this section for some reason. Ooh. Mostly just because I... Like, when they, when she makes a point to say, like, Harry hadn't watched a sorting yes. since his own, I was like, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of cool to, like, read a sorting and have it not be, I don't know, have it be well, Harry's first one. time yeah. seeing a sorting. And, like, to, like, to read one. Yeah. You know? And have it not be, like, you have the, like, anxiety that Harry has because it's, like, his own sorting and yeah. he's scared of failing it. But, like... Mm-hmm. I yeah. fell in the lake. I fell in the lake. Dennis Creevy is cute. I forget that he comes in in this book, too. And it's like, oh, we're right back at it with Colin again. Like, yes. hey, Harry. Now it's like double trouble. Because yeah. it's like me and my bro. Colin does not disappear. I love. Keep him. Who the fuck is this Nigel character? Oh, he sucks. Get the fuck out of here. want to be Colin Creevy. <laughs> I can't stand this, but goddamn kid. I hate the I hate the fucking kids. I hate the kids. That scene in Order of the Phoenix when they're, like, practicing the, like, disarming spell and it, like, throws people. I'm like, just throw them in the fire and get honestly, rid of them. Honestly. That's, like, both of our <laughs> gut reactions when we watch that movie. It's pretty rough. Like, why are you practicing the spell when there are fireplaces all over? Yes. Someone's gonna get burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a good part, though. The sorting is very good. I love seeing the creepies back at it. I also just remember, too, like, there's there's one character that gets sorted in this part that was, like, I don't even know if this is true or not, but someone who is, like, sick, and they wrote to J.K. Rowling and told her they were, like, a huge fan of her stuff, and so then when she wrote this book, she, like, put her in as one of the people that got sorted, oh, and I was like, that's really cute. That's really cute. So, like, I, I remembered that because I recognized the name and was like, that sounds like something that has a story behind it, and I looked it up and I was right. Oh. So, I thought you were going to talk about the part where we see one Slytherin get sorted and Fred and George like harass them. Yeah, just continuing on with my feelings about them in this book. 
They're every, not good. Every episode, I'm just this like, This is like the first time that I've stuff. noticed that, too, that they kind of suck <laughs> for a while. Yeah. And I hope they turn around at I know. some point. Because, like, too. right now, I'm like, oh, Fred and George have, like, kind of always been, like, not at the top of my favorite characters yeah. list, but, like, pretty far up there mm-hmm. in the list of all Harry Potter characters. Like, I like them a lot, but, like, so it, it sucks to, like, see how much they suck right now. I know. They're just so fun in the movies. They're so you funny. Forget in the all the, like, and I feel like even details. in like the first couple books, they're like just mm-hmm. like all oh, Ron's older brothers who are funny. Yeah. But now in this one they're like they're being jerks to they people. Are. Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, Emily, what's your favorite part of this section? I really like the lesson, uh, the Imperious lesson. Mm-hmm. Is pretty cool. Yeah. I always kinda like forget about that for a minute, or at least like I didn't expect it to happen this quick. Right. I always thought it was coming later. And, like, I'm just, like, reading that section always gets me in the zone of, like, I know that you're, like, here to be dramatic and, like, get this kid ready to, like, fight. But also, like, if I were Voldemort, someone who just straight up went to a baby's house to kill a baby, I'd be like, the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you making it harder? I just want to get it done. Who told you to make it harder? Yeah. (laughs) Stop giving this kid what he needs. I know, I don't understand it. And also, like, on top of that, this is maybe just, like, a question for when we get to that section, but he continues to reference that this is what Dumbledore wants them to learn, and I'm like, is it, though? It may be. Is this lesson plan approved? <laughs> Are you kidding me? To practice that on students? Yeah. Is that approved? <laughs> well, Dumbledore wants you all to be prepared. Does he? Right now? Not in this way. Not Maybe that he way. wants you to learn about these spells. He doesn't want you to experience these yeah, spells. That feels a little iffy to me. So I just was like kind of laughing at that. I'm like, but, but is it? Yeah. Has he... Has he turned in this section of the lesson plan for review? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. <laughs> but I think it's cool seeing Harry, like, not Excited fuck with that. that. Yeah. And I am continue to be especially horrified by the description of what it feels like. And how, I know. And how good it feels. Right. <laughs> it, it continues to just, like, validate my feelings about that being the worst one. Yeah. For sure, I I used to think that like Crucio was the worst of the three, but like, oh god, not like not being able to be in control of like what you do is like so terrifying, especially since you're like a little bit aware of it, but also like not really caring, like in the yeah. mindset to like care about what's happening. Yeah. Ugh. On that subject, one time I read something about. Um, Tom Riddle casting that spell for the first time and feeling like the power and devotion of it from the other person and thinking that's what love feels like. I remember you telling me that and I wanted to throw up. (laughs) This must be what love feels like. It gets like a a physical reaction out of me because that is maybe the the wildest and most like correct thing I've ever read in my life. Oh God, who hurt him? (laughs) Jesus Christ. So anyway, yeah, that's my favorite part of the book so far. Yeah. <laughs> In this section. So let's take it oh, through. Right. So we start aboard the Hogwarts Express. How does this chapter start? I don't even remember. Um, Arthur has to go. We're getting another thing of like, Rita Skeeta. Oh, that's right. Amos bitch. shows up in their fireplace. Yeah. This is the first time that Harry sees that you can flew half your body. 
I know, just the head. I love that she puts toast in his mouth. I always think that's I the know, I thing. think that's hilarious. And this is the first we hear about Mad-Eye, too, and kind of mm-hmm. see, like, oh, it's just this, like, crazy old old cop who is, like, now paranoid. I think it's nuts because I forget that this happens the day of. Right, I know. And I'm like, wow, that was a last-minute plan. Yeah, seriously. Because how much time is between the cup and this? Like, he finds Voldemort, concocts his plan, and goes to get him, it feels like, in 24 hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's nuts. Only, like, a couple weeks between... Is it weeks? Well, that's good, at least. Well, I don't know. It said at the end of the last section how much time it is. I think it's only, like, a... Maybe not. I don't even know. I don't even know. Now I want to find it. It goes by so fast. It's just a week. I think. Good for Junior. Yeah. He's on it. Just finds him. He's on a mission. He is on a mission. He knows what he's gonna do. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they do, they picked a really good target, though. Because, I mean, obviously he had the job already, but just for it to be, like, someone who, like, is not going to be believed by anybody when he's, like, some broken yes. ass, they're going to be like, oh, well, that's Mad-Eye. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, even if it's true, he's like the boy you cried wolf, you know? Yes. So. It's just so smart and so juicy. I know, I know. It's so <laughs> I'm good. I'm so excited to get to the end when you hear the whole story. I know. <gasps> I know. It's like, How it's so exciting. How many times can we say it? <laughs> it's so exciting reading it right now because it's like I'm picking up on all these details that, yes. like, I I always forget about. And I'm like, oh, he was at the cup. He was in the chair. And now it's like, oh, that really happened in Moody. It's so exciting. It is. I love it. Um, it's like this, you see the story all like coming together mm-hmm. before you even get to read it, you know, and it's, oh, it's so fun. This is also the last time I think, um, it's like a safe and whatever thing to take the kids to the, um, station. On their own. Yeah. yeah. When yeah, Molly was like, Arthur who cares if I'll be fine. Yeah. Are you sure you can? Yeah. It's just a, like, there's so many of them. Can you manage it? Yeah, I'll be fine. Right. For the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, next like year's whole, like, it's like, like a whole ordeal. Horde. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have to bring, like, bodyguards and stuff Mm -hmm. next time. And they keep, so they get to King's Cross, and they keep hinting about, you know, that event that's happening at Hogwarts (laughs) that we still don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, then they, they get on the train. We hear Malfoy talking about how his father had wanted to send him to Durmstrang. Yes. Um, And then... They're talking about the magical schools a little bit, mm-hmm. and then Seamus and Dean and Neville come in, and they're talking about the World Cup, and then Draco comes in, <laughs> and is... He can't stop. He Every time! He comes every time. <laughs> and then uh, he is insulting them, as always, and is gloating because like he knows about the Triwizard Tournament, yeah. but they don't know about it yet, and so he's... <laughs> You know, rubbing that in their faces. And then they arrive at school, and that's pretty much all that happens in that chapter. Well, it's, it's like nothing exciting. One and done. One, one and done. done. All right. I so don't then, have any questions yet, so I'm just going to keep on trucking. All right. So then we get to <laughs> we get to Hogwarts, and almost immediately we realize that Peeves is, like, angry about something. <laughs> right off the bat, he's, like, attacking everybody. But then they get into the Great Hall... And, um, they get to watch the sorting, Mm -hmm. and they realize that 
the new data professor is not there yet. The hat sings its song. And it's a new song. It is a new song. Is it a new song every time yes. it sings? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's one book in particular. I think it might be the fifth book where it, it's hat or its song is like a warning. It is. Yep. It's the fifth one. Yeah. Talking about divides and whatever. So, like, that always confused me because, like, I was like, does the hat sing a new song every year or is it just, like, that one year that it changed up and people were like, whoa. Every year they just haven't seen it. That's all it does. During that year where it's not sorting people, it's just thinking up a new song. (laughs) Yep. Um. And then... Yeah, Dennis Creevy becomes a Gryffindor and you hear about him falling into the lake. We get a couple new Hufflepuffs. We get a couple new Hufflepuffs. Like, one Ravenclaw. Nope, two Ravenclaws. There are a lot more Hufflepuffs than there are, like, any other house. I know, I was, like, noting, I'm like, alright, good year for Hufflepuffs. Yeah, they got, like, three newbies. (laughs) (laughs) That we know of. Harry and Ron are just, like starving and they're just yes. like oh my god hurry up this stupid sorting and Nick nearly headless Nick is trying to be all like you know like the sorting is more important and Ron's like yeah to you cause you're dead and he drops a bomb on Hermione right? yeah he tells her about the house elves yep. and she decides to go on a hunger strike that lasts um a some day. hours yeah. yeah she just doesn't eat one meal because of it <laughs> But she gets pissed. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a wake-up for all, everybody, kind of, to realize that house elves, like, run the show everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? And again, she's like, don't they get paid? And everyone's like, they don't want to be paid. Yeah. <laughs> Sick leave, pensions, don't they get anything? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and then Dumbledore announces the Triwizard Tournament to everybody. First, he says no Quidditch, and everybody's pissed. Yeah, first he's like no Quidditch, and Harry, <laughs> Fred, and George are like, "What the fuck?" I is just this? think about like the like seventh years mm-hmm. this year, and like what a bummer that is for the athletes. Yeah, because I'm sure they still get to fly, but it's like you know, and I don't know what the deal is. Like, do they have recruiters right. come to watch matches? Like, this is important for people. Yeah, seriously, to be able to play. That's true. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Poor Cedric doesn't get to play Quidditch in his last year. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter in the end, does it? Does it? It still matters. It always matters. <laughs> so, well, actually, before he before he announces that, that's when Mad Eye bursts in. Actually, I skipped a part. Yes, that's and they, right. They realize that he's the the new teacher, and then he announces the tournament. Um, everybody's kind of horrified by him, and no one claps, not even the teachers, just Dumbledore. And Hagrid. And Hagrid, yes. (laughs) Hagrid, always the loyal one. But yeah, like, none of the other teachers, like, react in any way. Do you think they knew that he was working there, or do you think they were just as surprised as, like, the students were? You know, I don't know. I feel like some of them probably would have to. McGonagall probably did. She's the deputy headmistress. Yeah, she has to know. Vice Principal McGonagall. Yeah. <laughs> I bet the heads of houses knew. Yeah. Probably. But, like, none of the other smaller teachers mm-hmm. knew. Um, 
But yeah, then he starts talking about the Trimazer tournament, and he announces that, like, oh yeah, it used to, like, happen every year, and then the death toll got really high, and, like, no one cares that people died in this tournament in the past, except for Hermione. People die in this tournament! (laughs) (laughs) Hermione's like, people have died in Harry and Ron, are like, who cares? You get to play games. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. So then this is... Well, not the first time we've heard about these schools, but the first time that we hear about kind of like a union between the three a little Mm -hmm. bit, or like a friendly competition. Yes. A not-so-friendly competition. The biggest in all of Europe. Good lord. Mm -hmm. I hope that just means that there's lots of smaller ones all over. Right. Like, they're just not big enough to play the game. (laughs) They got left out. They're not part of the cool kids. Sad. So, uh, we learn that there's an age limit on who is allowed to enter the tournament, and the Weasley twins are like, fuck that, I'm gonna enter anyway. real mad. Um, and the new people will be arriving in October, staying at school, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then they go to bed, and they're all like, oh, well, I'm gonna make an aging potion and sign up for it anyway, and they're all, like, dreaming about the glory. Yep. Harry wants to win for Cho Chang. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's what happens in that chapter ever the romantic (laughs) so do we have any questions about like the triwizard or anything like that um yes i have one question from pottermore should the triwizard tournament have an age restriction yes i think absolutely i think it's wild that they didn't have like fully educated people competing Right. Like, sh- shouldn't it be just, like, the best and the brightest, like, who can, you know, they're, like, high up enough that they know enough to, like, not die? Yeah, and that's kind of what Dumbledore says. He's like, exactly. these tests are so difficult that people who haven't been trained up into their, like, new level classes, like, wouldn't even know how to yeah how to beat the stuff. So he's like, just to ensure people don't die, we're doing Well, and this. that's probably why people died last time, too, yeah. because, like, he was, Bunch like, this is kind of, like, a new... A new rule that we're adding is, yes. like, this, like, age restriction mm-hmm. to make sure that only the best of the best get to compete. Yes. So. I think it's necessary. I mean, like, Why yeah, would you put an 11-year-old against a dragon? I know. The glory and all of that, like, yeah, I get it, but I feel like, maybe it's just me, but, it, like, that stuff is way more fun to watch. Like, there's no pressure. You just yeah. get to, like, cheer. Same. That's how I've always felt. I'd be like, I've... I've never been that person who wanted to be on, like, a, a big winning sports team. No. I enjoy watching them way more. No. I don't need all the glory. The yeah. one time I felt that way was when I, when I did my Harry Potter trivia on the family boat cruise with Doug, <laughs> and I won the trophy, and I took it home. <laughs> you were so proud. I was so proud. That's the only time I dreamed of glory. thought, I'm going to win this fucking Harry Potter trivia. Yeah. And I did. I feel like anything where, like, I would have to show some kind of, like, physical effort is, like, something where I'm like, I don't want to do that in front of a whole bunch of people. No way, man. I think about, like, even if I figured out a way to, like, the second one, the second task. Like, I think, like, okay, well, even if I had, like, a really clever way to do it, that is still so much swimming. Yeah. That's still so much swimming for kids who, like... I mean, they've got the core strength to, like, stay on a broom, but it's just sitting. Right. They're just doing a whole lot of sitting. 
So like, what are they? What are they using their legs for? Right. They're doing the kicks in the water. I don't think so. Who's swimming? Crazy. Crazy. No, thank you. No, thank you. If it was yeah. just magic, maybe. Right. There's too much exercise in this. <laughs> <laughs> you can't expect an 11 year old to swim for an entire hour. No. They would drown. <laughs> I wonder, like, what the other tasks were in the past. I know. I wonder if there's anything, like, written about that, that she said. I haven't come across anything. I didn't either. Maybe she would put it on Pottermore someday if she yeah. gets over her fear of the fandom. Oh, should we talk about that? Dating ourselves again? She did not apologize on May 2nd. Yeah. For anybody's death. She had not tweeted in a long time. She hasn't tweeted in, like, over a month. Oof. We all scared her away. Well, some of it deservedly. You know what? When did she ever let that stop her? I know. Like, that's the thing that I'm confused by. It's like, I've literally seen interviews with her before where she's been like, well, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Not everyone's gonna like the work I do. Who cares? Tonks. Come Apologize on. Apologize for Tonks. I want to, like, tweet for her and just being like, I'm apologizing for Tonks' death on behalf of our beloved giant. <laughs> she couldn't find the balls to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy that she wouldn't at least just come back to do that. Because she knows that people, like, look forward to it. It's, like, a tradition now. And it's, like, no one's going to, like, get mad at you for just, like, apologizing for killing a character. Guess That's all we all want from you right now, Joanne. It's just apologies for everything. <laughs> Guess Dobby was just the only other person she felt bad about, so it's over now. Yeah, everyone else, <laughs> she she thought they deserved to die. Oh, my God. Oh, God. The fact that she felt the need to apologize for Snape. And hasn't apologized for, like, actual good people yet. Like, come on. I know. You can't be done. Come on now. You can be done once you apologize for Tonks. I don't care about anyone else. Who else dies in the battle anyway? Me. (laughs) (laughs) You have to apologize for killing Emily, too. I'm sorry. Come on. It's not acceptable. (laughs) Apologize for killing Voldemort. (laughs) Apologize for killing my spirit. I just always think about how, like, I don't know, I used to, like, nanny for my neighbor's kids, and they were obsessed with Legos, and we would always, like, play, like, capture the bad guys, and, like, the little kid always wanted to, like, kill them, like, the kid I was babysitting always wanted to kill him, and I'd be like, oh, no, killing is too violent for this, like, four-year-old kid, so I'd be like, how about we just capture them and take them to a school where we teach them how to be good instead, and so now in my head, I'm like, and so now I'm like, why can't we do that with Voldemort, (laughs) why can't we just take him to school and be like, let me teach you how to be a good person, that's what Harry tried to do. <laughs> That's my fan fictions. <laughs> That's my dreams. I fix them with my phoenix tears. I always think about that whenever I'm like, let's let's not kill him. Let's take him to our good boy school. That's what we call it. There's nothing left. The good boy school can't help him. And he was like, he played with like Batman Lego, so he'd be like the Joker that we would teach how to be like a good boy. That's literally what Batman (laughs) tries to do. He just keeps bringing them to like the mental facility. Just like, please. (laughs) Get better. Stop being crazy. Please get better. (laughs) So that's what I always think of. That's hilarious and very good of you. (laughs) I'm sure that child is like a very 
well-to-do person Shooting now. people is violent when you're four years old. Yeah. Shooting people is violent always, but yeah. like, especially when you're four years old and you're like, let's shoot the Joker. Um, no, let's teach him how to be good. He clearly wasn't a fan of Batman because he would know that Batman does not kill. Batman will never kill. Batman just saves and he helps. <laughs> Batman just puts the bat- Batman away. Batman does not kill. He just locks him up. The Bat does not murder. <laughs> the bat does not murder. <laughs> okay, anyway. So sorry. <laughs> okay, so next chapter is Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> that picture is like kind of pretty accurate to like what he looks like in the movie though. Yeah, it's okay. The the like chapter art. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, like, He's do cool. the eye thing, mm-hmm. um, you know? And back in the day, I'm, I'm sure it was a little tough, but I don't I don't like the whole, the eye patch of it all. Yeah. The uh, steampunk of it all is a little, I'm like, oh, I just shove it in. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't shove it doesn't in. need to have a holster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you this, do too. Do it Should I say, yes, exactly. <laughs> Should I save it? For the movie, co- movie commentary? No, I'm not going to. I'm going to say it right in this minute. I hate that it makes, like, technology, like, camera zoom sounds. Like, whizzing sounds? Yeah. yeah. No. Thank you. That's weird. I don't care for it. It's mm. not a computer eye. Bad movie. No, <laughs> thank you. Um, so a lot of this chapter is just, like, f- first day back at school stuff. It's like they're in their classes. Yes. Um, they start in Herbology, where they have to squeeze out that pus. Boo-tuba pus. Boo-tuba pus. <laughs> I love it. I wish... You say it back. <laughs> I'm just being crazy. You throw it right back in my face like a mirror. <laughs> I wish I'd had some of this stuff around and I was in, like, middle school, man, if it's such oh a good vanisher God. for pimples. Honestly, I can use it right now. I'm so greasy. Poor Eloise Midgen. <laughs> I know, I keep talking about her. This poor girl. She cursed her nose off. Trying to get rid of her acne. This poor girl. She got bullied for it so much. I love that Madame Pomfrey is just like a dermatologist at this point. I know. <laughs> she works with 14-year-old girls. <laughs> she just like... Of course, it's what they're all She just about. does it all. It's not just like, I'm help- I'm going to help you because you have a cold or, oh, you, have- you got the flu or something. No, no. You're having acne problems. Well, have you tried washing your greasy little ass? <laughs> well, yeah, I have been doing that, Madame Pomfrey. Well, then let me get you some boobatuba pus. <laughs> That's exactly how she says it, too. Boobatuba pus. <laughs> it sounds more ridiculous every time you say it. Jim Dale says it like that in the audiobook, and I was just listening oh, to he? this bit. And it made me laugh so hard because Professor Sprout says it so much. And so then he just keeps going, Booba Tuba Bus! And it is so funny to me. That's amazing. So now I just keep doing it. How does he say Bo Battens in the thing? Booba That's how he says it to you? That's how I say it, bitch. Well, I, 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 I didn't ask how you said it. I oh, asked I how say Jim Dale says Jim Dale, the king and the god, says it. Thank you very much. God. Okay. <laughs> the French way. Is okay in the movie when they're having like their dance lessons for the Yule Ball, and like Ron like makes like some rude comment about a girl. Is it Eloise Midgen that he says? Yes. Is it in the movie or the book? In well, the he movie. says, "Oh, 
Probably. I know that in the book he says something about her. Is it about her? Yeah. That poor girl. Is she a Slytherin? No. What else is she in? I don't know. People wouldn't be calling her poor Eloise Mingen and talking about her in like a super sympathetic voice if she was a Slytherin. I know. (laughs) That poor girl. I assume she's like a Hufflepuff. Probably. No, well then she would have been in that class. Because they're in Herbology with the Hufflepuffs. So then they go to Hagrid's class, and this is where we meet the Scroots. The blast-ended Scroots. And their description is not what they look like on the ride. Yes, correct. They look like scramps. They look like how I always pictured them looking. They look just like little wormy slugs. Mm -hmm. What's the exact description? What does it actually say? They're not described as shrimp. (laughs) They look like deformed, shellless lobsters. Lobsters. Horrible, pale. So I was close. Horribly pale and slimy looking with legs sticking out in very odd places and no visible heads. They don't look like scorpions. They look like scramps. Yeah. <laughs> they look like... Scramps! They look like the part of lobster that you eat. You. Oh, I don't like lobster. I'm not a fan of seafood. I'm not of either of like any seafood at all. I enjoy fish and chip. Yeah, I like fish and chips, too. If it's all batter fried and delicious, mm-hmm. you know? Give me anything fried, and I'm here for it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Unless it's chewy. <laughs> then I don't like it. What is chewy? Shrimp. Yeah, I don't like shrimp, either. Shrimp's chewy. Oh. And onion rings are tough for me. Oh, I like onion rings, if they're made well. Yeah, but I always get them when I whenever I get them or try and have them. I'm like, maybe this time. And then um, it just it uh, it all fall it all just comes right out like a fucking worm, and I'm just eating a nasty rubbery worm. Yeah, it's no good. I know I don't like onions at all. Like onion rings are the only way that I ever eat onions. <laughs> but like, so I hate it when like you bite it and you pull it away and like all of the onions. That's what comes I'm saying. Out. And then you just have to suck it up like a nasty little worm. Yeah. Just I always, like, when I bite them, I literally, like, grind it with my teeth so I know that I'm, like, breaking off a piece Ugh. instead of, like, pulling out the whole onion. Ugh. Ooh, it's super pus. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. I'd rather eat cheese curds. True. <laughs> or fried pickles. Give me a mozzarella stick and Give I'm done. Give me a mozzarella stick. So much better than onion curds. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, at this point, they're just little babies. They're like six inches long and Mm -hmm. already grossing people out. And he doesn't like say anything about how he made them. He's like, just got them. Yeah. We'll figure them out. It'll be fun. (laughs) Class project. (laughs) Raise a baby. Blast and it's screwed. Have fun, guys. Mm -mm. In the very first day, someone gets hurt right away. Dean Thomas gets hurt. Yes. When it's just a baby. And the the guys have... Boys have stingers and girls have suckers. <laughs> At least that's what I think. I don't really know for sure. <laughs> You're a boy and you have a stinger. I'm a girl. I have a sucker. It's to suck blood. <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> At least Hagrid's a feminist. <laughs> God. Oh, Hagar. Oh, Hagar. <laughs> Hagar the Horrible. (laughs) 
Um, I mean, Malfoy kind of has a little bit of a point when he's like, why would people want to keep one of these who can burn you, bite you, and sting you? I get it. I don't want one of these as a pet. There's the part where they're talking about how, like, intense homework is getting, and um, Hagrid's like, you guys should come down on the weekends and check on them, and Draco Malfoy's like, I am not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) I wouldn't either. I am not. You want me to come babysit my screw? I don't think so. I know that they, like need him to be there but like why would he not have dropped that class i know (laughs) because he likes to make people miserable (laughs) maybe he secretly likes it (laughs) it's because harry's there he wants to take every class harry's in (laughs) he has to that's what i did in high school (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) all right um it's a divination it is divination. Here it is. Okay, there are a few, um, <laughs> a few more prophecies to like look oh, at. Oh yes. Sorry, I was thinking about the Uranus line. Oh, the Uranus line and the born in midwinter part. Okay, is yes. In here too. Yes, I'm sorry. I just the Uranus thing makes me laugh, but I'm mad about it. Yeah. Like Can Ronald I look at Uranus too? Weasley disgusting man and this is like one of the only times oh like we talk about how like trelawney's like a little (laughs) bit to us like a little too much but good for her yeah for being like that's inappropriate hell yeah she sticks up for her girls yeah good for her yeah but i laugh because it cracks me up it's the stupidest joke it is i know it totally can i have a look at uranus lavender (laughs) harassment it is harassment but like that's totally like the like what all the republican moms would say like boys will be boys like that's the kind of like thing that they would say that to yes but also i've made that joke before i know (laughs) boys will be boys that's like what aunt petunia would say that's absolutely aunt petunia yeah god don't be such a snowflake. Don't. Oh, God. The 21st century remake of Harry Potter. <laughs> Dudley's like, quit being such a snowflake, Harry. <laughs> Don't be such a snowflake. Don't be such a snowflake. Oh, and he throws his PlayStation 4. <laughs> Out the window. Yeah. Some things don't change. <laughs> Harry, oh. tell me. Now it'll be like he throws his Nintendo Switch out the window. <laughs> God, Harry, you're a fucking snowflake. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so mad that you're a snowflake that I'm going to break my stuff. Why is Vernon like Alex Jones? <laughs> In my mind. He watches the news. All the water's turning and all the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> my most favorite line ever in the world. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. So first she does Topical. The, like... <laughs> Sorry. the Dursleys aren't even in this part. No, I just <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> this is my fault. I brought up Dudley. Oh, or Petunia. Petunia. Okay, so the first thing she does is like the whole like, I fear the thing you dread will indeed come to pass. What is Harry dreading right now? What's his number one Baltimore thing? Is coming it back. Vol- yeah. Period. His car Yeah. His crazy um, vision. And then he passes out. <laughs> sleeping. Um, yeah, and then that's when she does her, like, I'm 
think I'm right in saying that you were born in midwinter, and Harry's like, no, I was born in July. Oh, but you know who was? (laughs) (laughs) I'm falling apart, I'm so sorry. It's again, like, late at night when we're recording with you guys. (laughs) I keep doing this, it's a mistake. (laughs) It's Tim. It's Tim. New Year's, baby, baby New Year. Baby New Year. Baby New Year. Tim Ronald. New Year's baby. Baby New Year. <laughs> New Year's baby. Baby New Year. Boss baby Voldemort. It's boss baby. That is my favorite thing. <laughs> boss baby Voldemort. Born in midwinter. I, <laughs> I'm going to edit the the movie poster for Boss Baby to be Voldemort. Do it. Oh my god. We'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> oh no. Oh, only our... Goblet of Fire listeners will understand it. <laughs> so for like the three of you out there. <laughs> oh god. Boss baby poster coming soon to an Instagram near you. Oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, do they do their homework yet? Because I have things to say. No, I think that's in a later chapter. Fuck. <laughs> so they leave. I don't think we get any more like predictions in this class. No. And then, okay, so then we hear Mr. Weasley is in the paper again for his uh, responding to Mad-Eye's thing. Mm-hmm. And Malfoy is, like, super happy because they say that it's, like, a mistake. And then that's when he gets turned into a ferret. Well, first he tells Moody. a Yo Mama's fat joke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then Harry says, who shit on your mom's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> and then they get in a fight. <laughs> I broke Katie. <laughs> I scandalized her. shit on your mom's <laughs> mouth. That's basically what he says. I mean, yeah, it is. That's such a step up. Oh my god, why isn't Sassy Harry in the fucking movies? <laughs> He's hilarious. Malfoy's got like, oh, Ron, your mom's so fat. And Harry's like, oh, Malfoy, someone pooped in your mom's mouth. <laughs> That is next level. (laughs) Who pooped on your mom's face? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'm crying. Okay. And then he gets turned into a ferret. Yes, and this description terrified me a little bit about like slamming him into the ground. Yeah. It was a little tough. Kind of frightening. He doesn't, does he get shoved down his friend's pants like he does in the movie? No, I don't think so. No, he just gets, like, thrown up in the air and then slammed onto the ground. Yep. Terrifying. Also, like, I have known ferrets in my life. They're they're delicate little creatures. Yeah, that would, like, break his neck. It's bad. It says it flew him, like, ten feet into the air. That's, like, taller than a person. Is it? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like ceiling to floor. Yeah. Thank you for complimenting my high ceilings. <laughs> I'm living wealthy. Ouch. <laughs> What's happening right now? I don't know. What are we doing? Okay. <laughs> um, and then McGonagall, like, stops him. Comes and, like, the thing that, like... I realized this time, I was like, oh, he totally knows that he's breaking the rules. He just doesn't give two shits about it. No, because he's like, oh, I hate Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Time to fuck his kid up. Right. 
I feel like you don't really get that in the movie, and that's what I always remember about this part. It's just like a funny part. Like, I'm going to turn you into a ferret and then shove you down your best friend's pants. Yeah. It's hilarious. I love that we get like a weird little hint, too, about how, you know, he does a little like under his breath, my father, whatever, and Moody's like, oh, your dad? Oh, I know your dad. Yeah. And then immediately after that, he says, and Snape, too. I've been meaning to talk to him. Yeah. And it's like, woo! First little hint. Yeah. Right? Because we see the we see his dark mark in the book. Mm-hmm. Hear about it. We because Karkaroff is talking to him about it. Right. But we don't see it. Yeah. Do we? I don't know if we see Snape's dark mark. Hmm. Well we're so Well we're we, we also we're hear knowing. that he's a Death Eater though, because I feel like in one of the like flash in the pensive moments of like one of the trials like yes. they mentioned that snape was a death eater too mm-hmm. like this is the book that we learned but i it. i just like out of nowhere just like a little moment of like oh god yeah. oh it's getting real not just that he's like an asshole right is it in this chapter or later about snape poisoning students oh i don't remember here's the other one too is when neville does like a bad job in the class i think this was like the first potions lesson he does a bad job in the class gets detention and snape's punishment for him is to like disembowel toads yes come on like not just gross but like another like do this to what could be your pet Mm -hmm. i hate him (laughs) god He's starting to get really cool and interesting, though, so at least there's that. He is, I know. He's more than just a bully. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, he's got, like, an extensive history. Yeah, that that doesn't happen in this chapter. It must be in the Unforgivable Curses chapter if they go to, like, a different Yeah, because this one's a longer chapter. Yeah, this one is a longer chapter. Let me just double check. Nope, keep going. Still no questions. Still no questions. Oh my god. Alright, well now we're at the Unforgivable, so I think we'll have more to talk yes, about with these. Yes, take me through. For sure. So, oh, it literally starts that chapter is Neville melted his cauldron and yes. potions, and then that was his. It says Snape seemed to have attained new levels of vindictiveness over the summer. Right off the bat, it's like he knows something's up and he's like that much more. He's got that much more hate in his soul. Yes. Um, how does this chapter, (laughs) I'm trying to, I read this all, like, as soon as I, like, left your place, so it's, like, coming back (laughs) to me again. I had such a busy weekend. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay, so this chapter starts with them going to Moody's class, and they're all super excited, because they had to, like, wait until, like, the end of the week for them to have him for the first time, so Mm -hmm. they're all... They're all, like, pumped about it. And right away, he's just kind of, like, freaking them out by, like, knowing a whole bunch. Like, his eye is, like, freaking them out. Yes. Right away. And he's, like, seeing things when he has his back turned to them and stuff. Um, You're all caught up on, like, dealing with magical creatures, but you're behind on dealing with curses. So let me start with the worst ones. (laughs) Everybody volunteer some information. (laughs) Yeah. I love Ron's immediately regret that they sat in the front because of the spider. <laughs> I know. Okay, so the first one we learn about is uh, the Imperious Curse. Yes. And who offers that up? Ron. Ronald. Ronald does it. No, his from dad his told papa. Me. Gave the ministry a lot of trouble at one time. 
Um, what does he make the spider do? He All just makes it like stuff. dance and stuff. It does a backflip. It breaks into a thread. It cartwheels. It does a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And every, of course, it's like everyone thinks it's like funny. They're all laughing, and then he's like, "I could make it like do bad stuff, though." Mm-hmm. And like, what if I did it to you? Yeah. Would you think it was so funny still? Right. He's like, "I could make it jump out the window. I could make it drown itself." It's funny when it's just an animal, but it's not so funny when it's another human being. Yep. Constant vigilance. Constant vigilance. So then Neville volunteers information. And so this is the first time that we get a little glimpse into his history. Yep. Is when he knows about the Cruciatus What exactly does Moody say to him? He says, your name's Longbottom. And then Neville nods and he's really nervous. And then Moody just says, the Cruciatus curse needs to be a bit bigger for you to get the idea so he like makes the spider bigger that's that's really all he says to neville but then he he makes it bigger and then tortures him right in front of him yep the same guy who tortured his parents is now torturing that spider in front of neville i just think it is one of the most disgusting parts of this book and this character that he like takes neville under his wing a little bit yeah is really nasty to me what an awful awful person i know i always forget too that like he was part of that yeah he was part of that crime yeah, like it's, it's, it's a movie bellatrix. it's all bellatrix but it's him yeah but it's him mm, so gross he knows who that is even mm-hmm. if he doesn't say anything to him about it yeah that he he at he clarifies his name yeah Ugh. he doesn't make him get up and like watch it like he does in the movie though does he I don't think so. No, he's just doing it. Yeah. But still, to perform that same spell in front of him. Yeah, that's not nice. And so then Neville, Hermione, like, yells. Neville has a reaction to it, and so Hermione, like, tells him to stop. Good for Hermione to even notice that it was bothering Neville so much. Yes. Like, how did she even, like, know to, like, watch him? She's probably you know. sitting right next to him. Yeah, so she never got to stop by Harry and Ron. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hermione volunteers the Avada Kedavra. And everyone looks at Harry. Well, that's, that's, like, kind of, like, a traumatizing class for both, like, Harry and Neville. Like, Harry is also, like, really shaken up when he leaves that class, too. Because he finally knows, like, how his parents died. he sees it. Like, up until that point, he only knows that his parents were murdered, but he doesn't know how. Yeah. He doesn't know how quick it was. I feel like I would be at peace with that. Yeah. But so just to watch someone, like, perform the oh, curse that absolutely. killed them would be, like, so painful. But that it's so fast. Yeah, that it wasn't, like, that he tortured them After, like, the initial shock and upset, I'd be like, well, at least there's that. Yeah. They didn't suffer. It was just, like, quick and painless. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Voldemort so. say that to him later? When he's trying to, like, get him to come out? When he's hiding behind the gravestones? He might. Yeah. He, I think he does say like it's it won't hurt. It'll, it'll be, be so quick. It'll be quick. What a freak! God. Oh. He's like he's like it might even it might even be painless, but I wouldn't know. I've never died. Ah! <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited <laughs> to get to that. He's so cool. 
It's just, like, it's interesting because it's, like, for all these books, like, I feel like Harry has been getting, like, a little bit more information about his parents' deaths all the way through. Yes. And so now it's, like, the big picture, like, really comes together in this one Mm -hmm. because it's, like, he knew what happened leading up to it and, like, now he knows, like, how it actually happened. Mm -hmm. So, that poor kid. Mm. So everyone leaves that, um... Everyone's so pumped about it. They're all so pumped about it, except for Harry and Neville. And they're both like, no. And Hermione. And Hermione. Yeah. So, then what happens? Then Moody comes and, like, kind of takes Neville aside. Brings him into his office to have a cup of tea. Oh, I would kill to know what they talked about in his office. Oh, what did he say to him? That's disgusting. Yikes. I think he, like, tries to get Harry to come with him, too. Like, he knows that, like, Harry's also bothered. And Harry's like, yeah, Ugh, I'm fine. Predator. And then he's just like, it seems harsh, but you've got to know this stuff. It's like, yeah, you have to know it, but you don't have to show it. You could just explain <laughs> it. Well, he needs to get Harry ready for this fight to the death, apparently. I guess so. Which I really feel like it's just him going rogue on it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but think the boss baby's probably like, stop. I just, it has to be done. That's why I wanted to kill a baby. (laughs) Can't believe my plan to kill a baby failed. So, yeah, they they go to lunch after that, and Ron is the only one who's, like, super awed by that Mm -hmm. class. And, like, Hermione and Harry are both just like, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, then what happens? So, then they go do their divination stuff. Their homework? Yeah, their homework. Okay. I have thoughts on this. Okay. I wrote a little note so I wouldn't forget it. Let me just pull it up. Okay. So, it goes in this order. You'll suffer burns. Lose a treasured possession. You'll be stabbed in the back by someone who you thought was a friend. And you'll come off worse in a fight. And for a while, I always thought, even though it's out of order, the stabbed in the back by someone you thought was a friend, I'm, I was always like, oh, Ron. But it's Moody. Mm-hmm. Fully. Because that happens. And then, I think, honestly, I think he does come off worse in a fight. Because, hey, Voldemort's back. And this person died right in front of me. Right, yeah. What's Voldemort suffering from that? Absolutely not. Nothing. Just that he, he got has everything. to wait. Yeah. yeah, but, like, he got his body mm-hmm. back. Like, he got a lot of good out of that situation He sure still. did. He so, sure did. Yeah, that, like, totally foreshadows the whole rest of this book. Like, it foreshadows the tasks and everything. It does. Fully that. And so I, burned. I knew. I always was just kind of, like, thrown off by the stabbed in the back thing. So I was like, oh, but that's that happens before the lose a treasured possession. Right. But I love that. I think it's so cool how it's it just so outlines clever. the whole book. Yeah. I love that it's, like, not only, like, Trelawney's, like, predictions, like, yes. all come true, but it's, like, even their, like, fake shitty it's ones so all happen. good. Oh, my God. It's so good. Do Ron's come true? What were his? Ron was gonna lose a bet. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe the only one of Ron's, I guess. 
Oh, well, I think Ron's are kind of... I think Ron's are wrong. Because there's nothing about any bedding for him. And Hermione says, you wrote that you drowned. Twice. Oh, yeah. On his homework, and he doesn't drown. Harry saves him. Right. So I think his are purposefully wrong. Yeah. And Harry's are the correct Harry's ones. Harry's are the correct ones. Because Harry That's Potter's smart. just the best, and Ron is inadequate next to him. <laughs> That's so clever. And then we learn, okay, and then this is when we learn about... Spew. Spew! Spew! Hermione has been doing research in the library... She comes back to start her own club. I love when she says, like, when they're talking about the different schools or whatever, and she says, yeah, it's in Hogwarts of History, or they should call it, like, a revised history, since they <laughs> fail to mention. Like, yeah, I love it. She's so, so funny. sassy about it. She's like, this book betrayed me. <laughs> this book that she's been telling this everyone to read. This book has been my companion. For three years. I want to read that book so badly. I know. I want her to write Hogwarts of History more than anything else, except maybe The Full Life and Lives of Albus Dumbledore. Oh! I would die for that book. <laughs> I would die for that book. I would die for that book. I love her super long title for it, too. It was originally going to be Stop the Outrageous Abuse of Our Fellow Magical Creatures and Campaign for a Change in Their Legal Status. Wait, hold on. Say it slower and let's find the acronym. Stop. S. Ooh. The T. outrageous o. abuse a. Um, of our o. fellow stoa or <laughs> fellow stoff <laughs> magical mm, stoff <laughs> creatures stoff <laughs> and stoff <laughs> campaign stoff cack. For <laughs> stole from cat, <laughs> a change stole, stole from cat <laughs> in their legal status. Wait, say that last bit slow. I need to Sorry, do every change word. in. Okay, <laughs> stole from cat Kai. No, stole from cat. No, okay. After cat, it's creatures and campaign four. Wait, <laughs> I was. <laughs> Stole from Kakak. I think it's just one cack. So it's after two the cacks. Kakak. The first cack is creatures and campaign. Okay. For a change. Oh. So cack. Cack fack. Cack. Stole from Kakak. In. Oh god, that's still going. Stole from Kak Facky. There. Stole from Kak Facet. <laughs> in their legal stolfum cack facet ul status stolfum cack I want to write it facetals stolfum cack facetals you just totally butchered it stolfum cack facetals where's my phone I need to like write it no out. I figured it out and we're moving on now <laughs> no cause now we have to make sure that it's right stolfum cack facetals How would you say that? 
drove from CAC Facitals. <laughs> I'm right. Dwarf on CAC Facitals. <laughs> I just love the CAC Facitals part. CAC Facitals. <laughs> CAC Hashtag CAC Facitals. Hashtag stuff from CAC Facitals. But she goes with spew. <laughs> I like stolen fat cast. What? I don't even know how to say it. Stole from Cac Bassettles. Stole from Cac <laughs> So she's on it. She's made up little badges. Yep. Gotta she's, pay money to join. She's made Ron in charge of, of harassing people for money. And Harry Ironic. is the note taker. Harry's the secretary. Yes. Just a, I think honestly it's just that she doesn't trust Ron to take notes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was what it came down to, I bet. I like how she doesn't even ask him if she wants if they want to join. She's like, Ron, you're gonna be treasurer, Harry, your secretary, let's yep. do this. And they're both like, no, I love one's it when she says, join. and Harry, your secretary, so you should probably start taking notes to record our first meeting. Yeah. She's just like immediately is like, Alright, well, you should be taking notes right now, so just like get that together, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they both don't even know what to say. They're both just like exasperated but also like amused. Yeah. But before they can do anything, Hedwig comes back with Sirius's letter. Yes! And he is immediately like, this is Sirius, I'm coming, <laughs> this, this Justin, this Sirius Black. Beep, 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 special broadcast from Sirius Black. This is Black. Sirius Black. I'm flying north immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this Justin, flying over north, Sirius Black, back in town. <laughs> I'm coming back, yo. And then Harry lies and said, Oh, I, I'm, I'm okay. okay. It's probably nothing serious. I had a headache. I just imagined it. I was half asleep. There's no point coming back. Don't worry about it. Whatever, Harry. That's like me when I try to like tell my parents like something really small and insignificant happened. And they're like, Oh, no. And they, like, totally take it out of proportion. And I'm like, but it's fine. It's fine. Don't was, worry about it. I was literally it. just trying to complain for 30 seconds. Like, yeah, and they're like, about. oh, you need to, like, tell all these people. <laughs> Let me give you these contacts. Maybe they can help. Oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. No, I just wanted to complain for a second. <laughs> oh, God. That's fine. I just imagined it. I just wanted attention. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, God. I do have a question. Okay. From Pottermore again. Was Harry right to have told Sirius about the pain he was having in his scar? I think so. Yeah, he needs a helping hand. He can't just go through life with no one. No, millennial healthcare does not work on 14-year-old kids. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's true. Damn. He needs help. He needs guidance. And he's too afraid he to talk to Dumbledore to about to. it. Yeah, he doesn't know Dumbledore yet. Mm-hmm. Who else would he turn to? McGonagall, maybe. But, yeah. like... I'll say this again. I was really enjoying... I don't remember if it was in that, like, talking about the Triwizard Tournament part, or if it's when he's, like, introducing the houses, or the schools, or whatever. Um, I I did have another moment of, oh, Dumbledore's so fun! <laughs> Dumbledore's so fun! I love him in these early books. Yeah, this is the last one he's kind of fun in. Yeah. The rest is, like, serious business. Real deal stuff. Yeah. I always like the part where, like, he's introducing the Triwizard Tournament, and one of the Weasley twins is like, you're joking! And he's like, no, I'm not joking, Mr. <laughs> Weasley. Like, I think that's so funny. I know, it's cute. 
So anyway, that's how that Unforgivable Curses chapter ends. A lot happens in that one. It's a big one. So then we have our last chapter of the section already. Wowie zowie. Oh my god. Seriously, guys, it'll get more exciting. <laughs> We're about to fully get into it. Yeah, we this are. Is it's the just last like all the prep work. setup chapter. Yeah. So, okay, so it opens with Harry, like, trying to send Sirius the, like, oh, just kidding, it's fine. Mm hmm. So, um. I love when he gets the letter back. Sirius is like, nice try. I'm I know. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I'm here. I'm hidden. It's fine. Um, and Ron and Hermione are like kind of trying to talk him out of it at first. Like, nah, you gotta, you gotta like tell him about it. But, yeah. Um, and then it's the Imperious lesson. Yes. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um. God, I cannot believe he did this. I forgot that this was, like, a thing. I knew that they learned about the Unforgivables, but I forgot that, like, mm -hmm. they actually, like, get put under them. Um, Dumbledore wants you to know what it feels like. Does if you'd rather he? learn the hard way when someone's putting it on you so Does they can he? actually control you, fine by me. Does he, though? <laughs> Why is he making it harder for Voldemort to control the youth? I don't know. Why is he trying to start I don't the get that. I don't get why he, like... That doesn't make any sense. Just a freak. A freak in the night. Is it just, like, him wanting to be really convincing that, like, he is mad at Moody? Yeah, probably. But also, he's, like, so committed to, like, getting Harry ready. Yeah. That it's just weird. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, maybe it's his way of trying to, like, get Harry's trust, too, a little bit. I feel like he just wants it to be the most impressive when he dies. Yeah. <laughs> so Harry, um, he makes, well, he makes a whole bunch of other people do, like, really funny stuff. And none of them are able to, like, fight it off yeah. at all. But then Harry, like, kind of gets a voice in his head of, like, why? He's not even saying no. It's like he's questioning, like, why should I do this? That sounds stupid. This is stupid. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to jump on the desk. No, I don't think I will, thanks. He's being so polite in his head. <laughs> but also no, so thanks. sassy. I don't really want to jump on the table. <laughs> um, and so then he kind of, like, half jumps, but, like, doesn't totally make Just it. Just knocks himself in the shoes. Probably looks super stupid. But Moody's like, hell yeah! Yeah, you did it! <laughs> Very good job. They'll have trouble controlling you. Harold. I will have trouble controlling yeah. you. Harold, watch out. Someone's gonna. Good lord. And then they make a comment about that. Ron is like, it's it's crazy how he talks. Like we're gonna get murdered tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what Harry says when they're like walking out of the class. He's like, you'd think we're all about to be attacked any second. Ron's like, he's so cool, and I love that Ron's like still kind of skipping because he had such a hard time with it. Yeah, poor guy. Poor Ron. Um. <laughs> So then they get like a whole bunch of homework from McGonagall and they're all really pissed about it. And she's like, you're taking your OWLs in one year from now. Mm -hmm. um, and then they go back to divination and they get full marks for their homework. And then she's like, keep doing it. Yeah. And I love that she like reads excerpts to the whole class. Yeah. <laughs> 
How can anyone keep a straight face? And I'm sure that like Parvati and Lavender are so pissed because they know that they were just making it up and they're like, oh my God. Right. I know. That's what's so funny about it. Um, and so then they find out that the uh, students from Bowbatons and Durmstrang will be arriving mm-hmm. very soon. We're already at the end of October. And so they're really excited because they get to leave potions early. Yes. Like, classes are going to be ending early. So, like, that's really exciting. Oh, and then that's when we find out that Cedric is planning on joining the... Yeah. The tournament, because someone is like, oh, I gotta go tell Cedric, that's when everyone's arriving. And then Ron's like, that idiot, Hogwarts champion. Hermione's like, he's not an idiot, you just don't like him because he's good at Quidditch. (laughs) And then I love how Ron's like, you just like him because he's hot, and Hermione's like, how dare you? And he's like, oh, Lockhart. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny to me. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) Ron's starting to get jealous, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Even McGonagall is kind of mean to Neville a little bit. All the staff is, like, really prepping for, like, everyone coming. (gasps) Like, they're... This is when the 90s butterfly clip is is talked about. (laughs) Yes, it is. McGonagall's like, Neville, please don't reveal to anyone that you can't perform a simple switching spell. (laughs) That's mean. So their school's getting all, like, dressed up. And... Um... Everything's, like, clean and in working order. They've got all these beautiful banners up. Yeah. And then they go wait, right? They go wait to see them come, and it's, like, cold outside. Everyone's like, fuck this. <laughs> Before that, Hermione tries to get Fred and George to join Spew, and they're like, uh, Oh, no. they tell her about the kitchen. Yeah, they tell her about the kitchen, and they're all like, Hermione, they're happy living the life that they live. Oh, and Sirius writes back. Yes. He's like, nice try, Harry. <laughs> I love for what you said. Um. And yeah, this then this is when they're all standing outside, and it's chilly. Take that ridiculous thing out of your hair. I love it. The large ornamental butterfly. They've got a butterfly clip. (laughs) (laughs) I love the kid when the, um, the carriage and the horses come down who just screams, It's a dragon! (laughs) It's so funny to me. And then it's like, it's Dennis, right? Who's like, don't be an idiot! It's a flying house! (laughs) That kid watched too much Wizard of Oz, man. <laughs> I just love that. I think it's so funny that they're both so wrong. I know. But Dennis Creevy is, like, so, like, convinced he's correct. Like, Don't you, be stupid. You idiot. It's not a dragon. It's just a house. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's a carriage. And let's just say that the first person out of the carriage is a boy in pale blue robes. All right. A boy that a goes boy. to Bo Batten's. I it hate, is a co-ed school. I hate this movie. <laughs> I hate this movie. I would also like to point out another just like extreme sized moment is these horses are the size of elephants. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Just unreal. She is crazy. Well, and then she gets up, and um, when Ma- Madame Maxine gets out, it's her high-heeled black shoe is the size of a child's sled. Good God. 
feet the size of baby dolphins. Feet the size of baby dolphins. I just, like, it's crazy that, like, either of them can try to lie about it. Right. The way that she describes how large they are. Yeah, if your foot is, like, the size of, like, a sled. Yeah. It's, like, that big. At least. That's your foot. Two to three feet? Yeah. No, it's gotta be bigger than that. Full people can, like, sit. Two to three feet. You think your legs are longer than three feet? No, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) That's half of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, two feet. Never mind. Two to three feet. That's still really big. (laughs) It is. Yikes, that's crazy. How big are baby dolphins? <laughs> the size of Madame Maxine's feet, at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the size of a child's sled. <laughs> Probably even bigger. Do you think she's bigger than Hagrid like she is in the movies, or are they just, like, actually the same size? I don't know. I feel like that's just another weird kind of sexist, jokey thing. Yeah. That movie's a nightmare. (laughs) She's still very pretty, though. Yes. And then they all start to clap for her. (laughs) Professor Dumbledore. I love her. I know. I think she's really cool. About a dozen boys and girls yes. emerge from the carriage. Is Dare. That's what I wanted to know, too. I assumed that that was true, that he would only bring boys. Mm. But it's not an all-male school. He would just only bring boys, I don't know. Right? I don't think it said anything. I was going to ask if you I didn't noticed that. Anything. I was trying to like pay attention, and I didn't, I didn't find anything. Waiting for Durmstrang. Hold on. The ship comes out of the water. They just keep saying students. People for were them. disembarking. They could see their silhouettes. Yeah, it doesn't say if they're male or female. Except for Karkaroff, it says he's a man. Guess we'll just keep seeing as they get inside and take their coats yeah. off and stuff. So this this ends with a cliffhanger. This chapter ends with Victor Crumb. Yes. Is a student at Durmstrang. Yes. And he's here I forgot to about compete. That. Oh, shit. And I also can appreciate that, like, Fleur is not the, like, the one. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, right off the bat. She's not getting, like, special treatment. Right. Like it is in the movie. Like, yeah. it's like, here they are. Mm-hmm. She leads the dance. The ones. She gets to bring her little sister when none of the others do. <laughs> God. So, yeah, that's it. That's where it ends. I have questions. questions? Alright. I have questions. Questions as in plural? No, just one. Oh. (laughs) I don't even know if we can talk about this yet because we haven't even really met the students, so I guess not. Guess we're gonna pick it back up on the next one. Yeah. Uh, Can we speculate? We already know. (laughs) Scholastic wants to wants us to compare and contrast the students from the different schools, but that's next oh, chapter when they go inside. That is actually meet them. Right so now, it's like they're all really just arriving in a new place. We just know that the French 
students are beautiful, mm-hmm. and um, the Durmstrang students are very cold. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Big, big <laughs> coats. <laughs> Just big old coats. You'd think Hogwarts would be warm compared to where they came from, because earlier in the book, Hermione's like, oh, they must be way up north. Oh, well, it is. For coats it is. I remember in that part that I thought it was so funny that, like, all of the, like, <laughs> prissy French students from Bobaton are all, like, I'm keeping my scarf on. It's so drafted here. <laughs> and all of the Dermstring people are, like, taking their coats off, like, oh, it's pretty cool in here. Like, <laughs> I just thought that was, like, really funny. And, and then I think Victor Crumb, when he can't shut his mouth at the Yule Ball, will stop talking about how, like, nice the castle is and it's so warm here. And, like, all this is so funny. Yeah. I can't wait. His little personality's so I cute. I know. We don't get any of that in the movie. Yeah, we're really gonna so have to excited. watch to see if it truly is that one line. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. You have no business here. This tent is for champions. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> You're not friends with any of us, Rita Skeeter. Oh my god. Lord. Well, that's it, guys. Wowie zowie. Wowie. Another this quick another one. Another short one. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Maybe They're we gonna... section this into two small sections. I don't think so, because as the juice really starts kicking in, it's going to be good to have it broken down so small. It's going to be like a task at a time. And then we'll make up for all this lost time with, like, a three-hour podcast. For the last section. For the very last section. (laughs) It's gonna be crazy. This next one will be interesting because it's this next chapter that we do because it's gonna be all about, like, the Goblet of Fire and the Four Champions and the beginning of the tournament. And it ends with the first task. So it'll be a lot more exciting. There'll be a lot more to cover in that one. Really fully getting into it now. The groundwork has been laid. Mm -hmm. It was fun to get back to Hogwarts, see what's going on with Moody. 250 pages later, we are finally at the the Triwizard Tournament. It's finally started. The students are here. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Why do you still have it go? I don't know. I keep forgetting to shut it off. Do it right now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. We talked about it all. It's just anticipating Woo-hoo! this next section. I thought last time when I said, like, all right, we're really getting into it, I forgot that there was, like, still more set up. But we got into the Unforgivables, which was very exciting. We did. I'm happy we're that we We're laying got the groundwork for um, for the Barty Crouch reveal. At the very end. Super excited about it. We'll have to keep keeping our eye out for all these little hints. Yes. That it's him. Kind of like we did with Coral when we did Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. So excited. Yes. Ah! Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> at Myrtle Bath Pod. <laughs> or you can email us, MyrtleBathPod at gmail.com. You know the thing. Please email us. Talk we will to respond. Us. Love us. Don't list us. Keep us forever. <laughs> Share us with your friends and family who are also Potterheads. Yes. Or even if they're not Potterheads but like to listen to podcasts. Or, or just, yeah, they just want to listen to two people have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> That's do <it>. us. <laughs> do it. Do it. Don't uh, give in to peer pressure normally, but right now I'm saying do it. Absolutely. 
You can also rate and review us on iTunes. We'll try and read your thing if you say something nice or not nice, and I will be very mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> or I will tear you or apart. Or we will take your limb. constructive criticism and change our habits, maybe. No. No, probably not. <laughs> this is for fun and not for money. So I don't think I will. This Thank is you. for fun and not for money. <laughs> we will That's see you back. Video, guys. Chapter 16 through 20. Woohoo! Five more. Knock it out. Bum, 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 bum. Bye. Bye. <laughs>